get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I'm the host of this show. This is episode number 416. And on the show this week, Starfield is officially out and it's doing gangbusters. Xbox is coming for your money in new ways. And we've got a new podcast segment starting today. But before we get into all of that, I want to introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table. Catherine, what's up? Hey, Hi, Joelle, how are you? Hello, I am good. Uh, you know, all technical difficulties have been resolved, Captain. Fantastical. Uh. Love it. Okay, let's get through some housekeeping before we get into the crew check-in. I'd like to remind you that if you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. Or maybe you'd like to... Wow. I just had a... I'm reading it, but my brain just said no. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought my my internet just... Or my computer shut off. I I didn't do. What is the next word? Like, bloop. (laughs) If you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash games. Yeah, that was a Leah-ism for sure, where my brain and I, I was not going fast enough for my mouth. (laughs) <laughs> yep, yep, it happens sometimes. Let's get into the crew check-in and see what everybody's been up to this week. Catherine, how about you? What have you been at, girl? Oh, I stayed home and did shit all. Nice. Nothing so wrong I with finally, that. I finally made progress in Baldur's Gate 3, <laughs> is what I want to say. Fantastic. I'm sure we're going to hear tons about that. Joelle, what did you do? Obviously, we got two weeks to catch up on you. Oh, my gosh, I know. So I was in North Carolina Mm -hmm. um, over the holiday weekend, and it was so fun. It was hot, um, but it was it was great. We were kind of in this um, college town uh, area uh, near uh, Raleigh, and so uh, we kind of zoomed, zoomed around. Um, our hosts didn't really want to go outside much because it was just so hot. Um, mm. So we did not do many outdoor activities away from the home. Uh, but they put in this dope, huge ass koi pond. And with like this, it was a, it's a huge water feature in their backyard. So it has like cascading rocks. Um, like a little waterfall and then the pond at the bottom you can fit like at least six people in the koi pond comfortably and so you're you're you just sit in it yes you sit what? in the koi with pond the fishies? with the fishies and the fishies are so chill and they're so curious and like we could like hold some of them like underwater like you would like cup your hand and they would like kind of swim up to you and then if you like gently kind of went underneath them with the, with your hand they would just like stay there and some of them would kind of like rest like in your hand um 
So they were they were really cool, and they had like all different types of koi in there. And um, yeah, they they get a little curious, and they kind of nibble nibble at you, but it doesn't you know hurt. It doesn't even pinch. Like I mean, sunnies sunnies nibble harder than these these guys do. But yeah, so like we just it's 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 filtered. It's all natural, and uh, so yeah, we we enjoyed the koi pond and the fishies, and uh, we just we had a good time. We ate some really good food and in in the house, and then. Uh, we went out to eat a few times. I had some of the best um, um, curry, Masamam curry that I've ever had in my entire life. It was so good. I ate too much of it. Um, so that that was fun. Uh, and then this last weekend, I needed a break. I needed to just stay inside and not do anything because I've just been running around and with like the new job and then mm-hmm. this this traveling and then going into the office. I was like, I need to just not do anything. So I relaxed and you know what? I needed another. I needed an, weekends are too short. I needed another day. Mm. So no, I get that completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I'm adding have koi fish pond in back garden to my bucket list oh yeah dream home yeah 100 percent would recommend 10 out of 10 experience like it looks amazing yeah i did post um a little bit of it in the girls on games discord and um it was sick like i guess like they're, I think they're becoming like in fashion right now, like on trend mm. to kind of have if you're into that sort of stuff. And apparently, Shaq has like a huge one in one of his houses, and it's like Shaquille one of the O'Neal? yeah, it's like wow, it's I guess it's like one of the biggest natural koi ponds in in the country. I think because it's you know Shaq and he can. He needs a big koi bun, but uh, he's a big man. <laughs> he and big he's got man. lots of dollar bills. Yeah. So why not? Yeah, but yeah, the the koi, they're so chill and like they just, they just swim around you and like it was really mm-hmm. cool. It was really fun. So yeah. Nice. Wow. Um, yeah, the two things that I did over the course of the week kind of made me feel old. Um, <laughs> first off, I have arthritis in my foot and my toe, and I got a shot for that. That was an interesting experience. I want to wear heels, though. I really do. Pain is beauty, right? It's ladies? true. Ladies? It's true. Yeah. And then the other thing, um, it's TIFF, Toronto International Film Festival. Um, it started last week. There's lots of festivities going on. My crew was out collecting content and all the red carpets were doing interviews um, because of the SAG extra extra strike. There's a lot less of the, you know, big stars that we usually see. Cause obviously everybody's on the picket lines, but uh, there's a, you know, a, a contingent of music content coming out and uh, yeah, little Nas X put out a documentary um, that was there on uh, Saturday night uh, Megan the Stallion is in Dick's the Musical. She wasn't there, but the uh, directors and stuff were there, and we got to talk to them on the red carpet. But Nickelback has a documentary out, and uh, so filmed an interview with them again uh, back in the iHeart studio, and uh, watched the screener of their documentary. So uh, yeah. it's very good. Makes me feel very nostalgic. Um, as uh, I, I totally fell in love with Nickelback back in 2001 when How You Remind Me came out. And I've been a big fan ever since. I don't care about the haters. They can suck it. The band mm-hmm. is good. <laughs> the music is catchy. Oh, yeah. 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 And you, everybody thinks that they were kind of like an industry plant. 
No, they had to hustle and hustle hard. They paid their dues. They're from a small town in Alberta, uh, Hannah, Alberta. And uh, yeah, they they did it the hard way, the classic way, the way you had to grind it out. And then, you know, they're just fantastic songwriters and performers. And, you know, it worked out. Let's check in with the crew check. Oh, wait, this is the crew check in. The podcast fantasy critic. Man, guys, I don't know what it is. I, obviously, I did not have enough caffeine today, though I'm pretty sure I've had tons of it. Um, <laughs> fantasy critic time. Let's look at the podcast one because obviously there should be some games that have a lockdown in their rankings because we had a bunch come out last week. Um, let's see. No change. The podcast group. Who are we kidding? Catherine is a runaway success with all of this. Joelle, it's only you and I going to duke it out right now. Catherine's Catherine is essentially the Max Verstappen of the Girls on Games podcast. uh, 134 points. I know. It's just like, it's disgusting. Like, it really is. How dare you? Like, come on. She should get a handicap next year. Yeah, Um, I agree. Give, uh, give her, give her <laughs> Last of Us 2 multiplayer immediately. <laughs> there you go. Um, but, Joelle, I'm trying to see here now if there was anything. Yeah, you got locked in for your armor Core stuff. We talked about that. Yeah. Doo, doo, doo. Yeah, yeah, I don't see anything out. Though, I'm assuming there was a bunch of previews on Forza Motorsport that came out today. I was seeing it all across Twitter. Like, Steve mm. had one for accessibility. The, uh, X-Cast guys had a bunch of stuff out. So I have a feeling that is coming soon. That must be on the roadmap. 1010. It, yeah, it's coming soon. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I had... Did I have it on this? Fay Farm. Yeah, Fay Farm came out. That got a 77, so that got me seven points. Uh, but yeah, I think everything else, we're just waiting now. Did anybody buy anything? Here's the question. Anybody drop anything? Did anybody buy anything? I'm nope. sitting on my laurels. Yeah, no, it was just me. Yeah, we know, Kat. That's yeah, we, it. we know. You don't have to. You know. I, I have to point something out, because <laughs> okay. I'm looking at my <clears throat> fantastic uh, record mm-hmm. here. Yes, um, yes. Mm-hmm. Sea of Stars gave me more points than Starfield. I saw that. I was looking at it, and I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Starfield gave oh. me 70, 17 points with a critic of 87. Sea of Star gave me 19 points with a critic of 89. Mm-hmm. So Sea of Stars, high, more, much higher rated than Starfield. Goes to show that it's not about the big AAA release all the time. Good game. Good game, good. good. I mean, you could have dropped it and let someone else, you know, take no. it if you were. No. No. Okay. I, I'm the that. Jeff Bezos of this. <laughs> I mean, just look at these 32 and 31. Baldur's Gate 3 has a higher ranking than Tears of the Kingdom. Get you a they're penis. They're both 96, but there rocket. must be some sort of, like, period something involved yeah. here. Yeah, because yeah. Baldur's Gate 3 gave me a, a 32 instead of 31, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. oh, I just, I just, I was just looking at it, and I'm like, wow, like Sea of Stars just kind of like is up there. Yeah. Mm. Well, your project, your projected points, cat is like one. I'm gonna round up. It's gonna be 177. The next one is me at 135. Mm. <laughs> like you are, yeah. you are pretty. I don't run away I, with it. I, I think, I think it's the combination of like Legend of Zelda and. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3. And well, then the ones you got coming to City Skylines yeah, 2, Super Mario Bros. Mario's, Wonder, and Persona yeah. 5 Tactica. Yeah. 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 
I mean, oh, not small, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> you chose well, you, you chose well, because like, for somebody I, who didn't understand this thing and kind of went in blind. And I was like, I think yeah. I think I'm doing this. Okay, I think I did it. Okay, <laughs> but it might be beginner's luck. Like, look at me next year. I'll be I'll be the equivalent of uh, Ludo Timbo mm, on the board. I don't know. I don't Tim, know. Tim just gave up. <laughs> I can't do up. Let's go over to the community fantasy league. Um, I don't think the order has changed very much at all. What's interesting, though, if we're looking at projected, Darth is actually first in projected. Because mm-hmm. um, he's got, I guess, a lot of stuff incoming. Uh, but right now, it's Pat, uh, IRR Gamer, um, who's in first. And uh, we'll see if he keeps that lead. And Phoenix has been at the top of the pack for quite a while, too. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, But he's projected for fifth. So going to be interesting as the rest of the games come out. Um, this one, I have a full list. So, yeah, I guess, Joelle, you are missing a ton in this one. Yep. You've got space. So yep. I, uh, go, go, go buy some games. I did. I did. I did. So hopefully. Okay. Well, okay. I'm not going to. Don't. They're not there right yet. They're well, not there right yet. I'm not going to, I don't want to give anything away because. Okay. <laughs> I have okay. a plan. <laughs> you oh. have a plan. I have a plan. Hee hee hee. Not sneaky at all over there. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about what everybody's playing since this is a video game podcast and we play games here. Catherine, Baldur's Gate 3. Made it to Act 3. Made nice. it to Baldur's Gate shit hit the fan and the game was like hey remember all these hard choices we ask you to make I'm like yeah they're like we're just gonna like shovel a few more down your throat and good luck and i'm just like oh fuck um, yeah. this game though i'm and i'm getting close to the end and i'm like super excited to just like when it's over just roll a new character and see new shit um i don't know if i'll finish a second playthrough right away or if i'll jump into Starfield or Sea of Stars or something, but I'm um, like, I waited 20 years for this game and it's delivering. I'm so Aww. happy. Mm. That's Aww. so nice. That is nice. What a good year for games and delivering it, what it, we want. Yeah, it's a golden, it's a golden age. I'll, like, I'll be, mm-hmm. it's like that year that released like where we had like uh, Horizon and Breath of Wild and just yeah. like, I'm going to have a good like backlog of good games from this year for the next two, three years. Like mm-hmm. I haven't even made it to Star Wars Jedi Survivor yet. Um, oh, just like too many good games. Uh, but I want to chat about my new obsession, yes. which is uh, somebody shared it in another Discord I'm in, where we have also a Wordle conversation. Somebody was like, "Have you guys seen this?" I was obsessing over it over lunch. It's called Squaredle. No, what is this? Every day you have a grid. Okay. And you have to make words. And it's, uh, you have to make words like in a line. Boggle? A bit like boggle, yes. Okay. Mm. Um, and, you know, you can't use the same letter. You can cross over and whatever, but it's, and you just got to find all the words that way. It's my kind of shit. I love word game. Like, I, I grew up playing boggle and on, there was this game on the computer. We had text twist where you just had like a bunch of letters and you would, twist them around and to try Mm. to make as many words as you can. Mm -hmm. So this one is a bit like Boggle and that. Um, Minimum of four letters. And then you just make 
words um, and you have a new grid every day. I'm terrible and- at this. I'm trying it right now. <laughs> it's terrible. I just see the letters and I can't put a word together. It, it actually like you sometimes you have to go cross-eyed or whatnot but there's there's a method to that madness is like as you find words you'll unlock hints to help you find the last words so ah. the first level of hints is they'll get you every you'll see um a little red number that tells you how many words start with that letter so if you have an oh. a with a little two that says you have find two words that start with that letter and since it's like a pattern recognition thing where you're drawing lines you have to start Mm -hmm. from there and kind of like go around and find it um the second level of hint is you'll have a little gray number on the other Mm -hmm. corner and that tells you how many uh, words that letter is in at any point so like let's say you have a that has a little uh a little uh red two and a gray three that means that Two, it's in three words, and start two of their those words starts with that A. And then the last level of hint is when you open um, the little list that tells you uh, how many words you found and how many are left. Yeah. Uh, you can check a box, and they'll give you the first letter of each. Hmm. You can find you can get that by just like getting points or waiting until six p.m. until it. Um, uh, the day before it, it shuffles. Um, and I've been obsessing about this mm-hmm. all week. Yeah. I've finished the grid, I think. I think I'm like at 50% completion, completion rate of finding all the words. Uh, if I don't finish the grid because, like, I don't know, I got distracted or because it's something I do when I am idle. Um, you can go, like, and see yesterday's grid and see the words you missed. Hmm. Oh, cool. And um, it's doing great for my vocabulary. There's a reason why I call you Catherine Wordsmith, Debian. <laughs> I've called you that for years. <laughs> but yeah, because I'm not a big reader um, anymore. Um, so, but I have always enjoyed word games more than the math games. Like, miss me with Sudoku. Fuck that shit. But like, a crossword puzzle, a word search, this kind of shit. I still do the daily wordle. I fucking love this. And I, sh- I, I showed my mom and cause she's the one that got me hooked on these kind of games. And I was mm-hmm. like, you're going to love this. And she was like, holy crap. This is so good. Um, is there an app or is it just the website? I just use the website, but I okay. think there is an app that you can download. And there's like the free version is you just have access to today's grid. Yeah. If you want to play past grid or get more hints, you can pay, but. I I mean, and the ads are not invasive. There's like a banner at the bottom. That's it. Nice. I, Everybody can go play that. Put the link in the show notes. Yes, it is my, uh, my new obsession of stuff I do on my phone. Instead of, scroll, instead of scrolling Twitter, <laughs> I now do squirtles. Nice. I bet you you learn more language there than you do on Twitter. I've I mean, already- X. I've already learned <laughs> I've already learned new words or I've learned to spell words that I've heard but I've never seen written. Oh. Like Well, I mean, I can spoil it because by the time this episode will airs will be three grids, but like today I learned how to spell handkerchief. Oh wow. And we pronounce it handkerchief, but there's actually <laughs> it's hand kerchief. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's what I would have thought. I just figured it was a newfeism that you ran it all together. But I guess that's what people do with a lot of English words, where exactly. you just like mash it all up. Yeah. Exactly. And like, and depend, um, depending on where you're from and the kind of accent that people have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like very, the, the, the English I know is like the on. Ontarian English mixed in with a bit of like the American. So sometimes there is a bit of slur or mm-hmm. consonants that go. Well, it, it's like, you know, the the sauce says Worcestershire, but it's pronounced Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Isn't it Worcestershire? Is how it, you need to write I think, it. <laughs> I think it's yeah. just pronounce yeah. it Worcestershire. Yeah, it's just yeah, Worcestershire. Exactly. Yeah, or Worcestershire. Exactly. Worcestershire. 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 And it's you just, just like, kind of mutter, and people yeah. are like, "Oh, yeah, what that is? Yeah. <laughs> is that sauce?" Yep. No, oh, it's like it's halfway, like half the letters you don't even pronounce. That's yeah. English no, for you. I know. I always feel bad for people who have to learn English as a second language because yes. we <laughs> drop letters, have silent ones in there. There's no genders. It's all just yeah. mishmash. Our, our grammar it's, is poo poo. Like it's yeah. a mishmash of three three languages, like German the saxon and french mm-hmm. and it's yeah. just like they did whatever they wanted and the end result is weird as fuck but yeah. it works yep true true joel mm-hmm. i spoke about sea of stars last week and my experience with it yes. i'm very curious to see what you have to say what say you about sea of stars oh man get me around a campfire with a one-eyed chef and uh, let me become a solstice warrior, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it is fun. Mm-hmm. It is so fun. And like, um, just like you said uh, last episode, it totally like scratches that nostalgic itch where I'm just like, if this came out when I was a kid, I would have died. Like, so fun. Like, it is... It is 100% worth a playthrough, and actually, uh, um, you, like, questioned whether or not to buy it for the Switch, so I tried it on PC Game Pass, and Mm -hmm. I was like, I love this game, I'm gonna, I want to own it, and so I went to Switch, and I I bought it. Um, Nice. So I did, because it it was a little bit more than I thought, I I was like, hmm, this kind of... It was a little bit more than I was expecting, but... Um, is it the Nintendo tax? Uh, I don't think so. No, I think no. games are more expensive on... Yeah. Uh, uh, just in general lately, like, I went to buy Fay Farm, because I was like, oh, Fay Farm is out on Friday. Mm-hmm. It was $80. <gasps> and I was like, I'm gonna wait, because I got Sea of Stars and Starfield. <laughs> I'm gonna wait and wait for a sale. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, I think games are just... A little bit more expensive right now. Yeah, they're yeah, a little. I'm, I'm, but I, I yeah, did. It's oh, go for, ahead. Yeah, it's sorry. It's forty five dollars Canadian on mm-hmm. Steam and on eShop. Usually they're like five dollars more expensive on eShop. Mm. But it is. Yeah, it is a hefty price tag. It is. It is. Um, but I wanted it on the Switch so that I could play it uh, remotely. Because like, if I'm I'm going to be going to Miami in a few weeks, I'm just like, well, if for some reason I don't finish it. Although I really, I'm going to probably finish it, but, um, I just, I wanted it to be, um, on my giant STV, but I will tell you, I will say it right now, mm-hmm. the poor switch, this thing needs an upgrade so badly because there 
are you you your your characters are able to go into water like ponds yeah. and pools and things like that and then obviously there's more um texture and graphics when you're in water and there are some times where i am walking through water and it drops frames so really oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah and like the thing is too is this game is gorgeous playing it's, it on the xbox yes. series x it's like chef's kiss like yes. i was telling you that cat last time i was like wow this game is party yeah um but yeah i can totally see it because like even in breath of the wild or uh, not breath of the wild uh tears of the kingdom i was running into a lot of problems breath of the wild was running into problems too who am i yeah. kidding yeah yeah it um, did but it's just i'm looking i have the steam page open for sea of stars uh-huh. and like mm-hmm. the recommended build is like eight gigs of ram and a geforce gts 450 <laughs> wow and that shit is making the switch chug. In some spaces where there's a lot of pixels going on, I the do waterfall. I do. Area. Ex- I do experience some frame drops. And the waterfall I, area in particular. Uh, that happened a little bit. Um, I don't know why, but like when you go into like the second world, I don't want to spoil, but like when you go into like the mm-hmm. second world after the tutorial, mm-hmm. um, I had some frame drops. So there's. Oh, really? Yeah. It doesn't actually happen in battle, which I was really happy to experience. But when I'm when I'm moving around and traversing it, it does. And I'm just I'm just like, I, I love you, Nintendo, but this is pretty sad. <laughs> Like, it is pretty sad. It is consider- pretty sad. Considering the minimum requirement for this game is an Intel Core 2 Duo E8600. It is so basic that even I don't know what it is. <laughs> like the well, recommended is an i3. Um, uh, this if, this game if, is like Stardew. It could run on a potato hooked to a monitor. Like, how <laughs> is this switch checking? Switch. Well, if... If there's any hope, Stealth on Twitter, Stealth40k is the handle, um, who often drops a lot of stuff. Great Game Rant is also speaking to this. Um, according to Nate the Hate podcast, the Breath of the Wild demo running on Switch 2 has the following features. DLSS, 4K resolution, 60 frames per second, Ooh. and minimal load times. Oh. So maybe there is hope. I I I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna get the new console regardless, but I yeah I I hope it's fairly a beefy step up because yeah yeah no we we definitely need that for yes. sure you might not be able to run Pokemon <laughs> <sighs> there's all these like like memes going on on x slash twitter right now too that everybody thinks there's a nintendo Nintendo direct coming and they're joking about it because there's always rumors about a nintendo direct coming and sometimes they get me and i'm like what am i reading and then i'm like oh yeah that's a joke (laughs) (laughs) but i'm glad you're enjoying it um I i really enjoy the battle mechanics yes because it makes you think differently you're not just thinking about your turns but you also have to think about what works against one what enemy and yes. also breaking those locks yes yes you enjoy that kind of puzzle side of things where it's almost like there's multiple dimensions to the yep. thought process and the yep. uh, and the and the battles yep yeah and and the game like i have died a few times but it was mostly just because i wasn't strategizing the fight 
I just was like, yeah. oh, I'll just blow through this fight. And then when I don't take time to think about stuff, I usually die. <laughs> so, so I, yeah, you do kind of have to sit and think a little bit about what you want to do and use all of your resources. Um, but I am... I, I, I think they have a really nice balance of like old school games where save points are kind of far apart, but not too much where you feel like if I have to do this whole thing over, like it's going to be okay, but it's a little annoying, kind of like how you had to kind of deal with stuff in the past. And um, the way that the character and sprites move around is so is so great. Like they added certain movements that were just on point for... For those like old school uh, '90s games, and yeah, it, it's great. I I am really loving it, and obviously, like I bought it because I wanted to own it. Um, so I'm really glad that I I picked it up. But it is available. I, I started it on Game Pass, so it is available. And um, I don't know when I'm gonna start Starfield. I I don't know. It's a I haven't played too many Bethesda games because I know they're kind of a slow burn uh, to get into. But I. I really want to finish Sea of Stars before I decide what I'm going to do next because I want to get it done. And then I am going to be in Miami again um, in a few weeks. So I have to think about um, how I'm going to manage, like, what I'm going to mm. do. I really want to get a handheld. Like, a, I'm so close to just dropping the coin for a ally. But I really mm. want to see what that Lenovo does. So mm-hmm. we talked about it last week because yeah. we put the story in. And yeah. Like, Should we keep it for next week? But like Leah and I were like, "What the fuck is this?" Thing? No, I'm yeah. so it's glad so you. Good. You're so glad you talked about it because I was like, I had some technical issues, and I'm like, "Oh man, I hope they talk about it." And you did, and I, I listened to the episode, and yeah, isn't it? Is I was like, you said all the things that I was gonna. I was like, look, <laughs> and then yeah, I, it. I was just impressed. The, the I was like, first, "Whoa!" The first person mode where you kind of like take a one of the Joy-Con, put it on the thing, yeah, and then it kind of yeah. like becomes like a, a old school like joystick, basically a gun, yeah, a joystick, yeah. Like yeah. I was just like that. Like they're trying to sell you on Call of Duty for this shit. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, and I wonder how that would how it works on the first person with that smaller screen, because um, yeah. I know when I've shared it with some folks that like first persons, they were just like, the screen's too small. Like they were, they kind of immediately were like, no, this won't work. Um, so we'll kind of see what happens there. But I, I was, I'm like, oh, I'm intrigued be- just because of the hardware, like the way that the hardware, I was like, was beefier than I thought. Cause I mean, I don't know. It, it maybe like in my own opinion, snobbery, I was like, oh, Lenovo is coming out with something like, how good could that be? And I'm just like, ooh, I ate my words and had to pry the foot out of my my mouth because it was it was more than I thought. So uh, honestly, like I don't know what's going on over there at their gaming division, but they are knocking it out of the park. Mm. Like when I researched for my laptop, um, the Lenovo Legions, and I think it was some of the asus line it was basically asus msi and lenovo legion that mm. people were like these are the best ones and the best bang for your buck and everything and that they're not like look like transformers and huge and <laughs> you know they can actually run like games and can be good for productivity and whatnot and now i've i've been keeping up with what they're doing and i'm like this is 
pretty good stuff, mm. honestly. Mm. I'm, I, I was pleasantly surprised by that. But seven hundos. I mean, American it, dollars, it, not Canadian dollars. Yeah. That's going to be more. It's going to be closer to $1,000. Yeah. yeah. It, it is It is at a competitive price point, you know, to the ally. And oh, for the, sure. I mean, so I was like, a part of me wondered if it would be a bit of a reduced price. And I saw the price. I was like, oh, I guess not. So, uh. These are all going to be this price point for a bit until they become prolific enough that it can make it worth their while to make them cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah. yeah, I agree. I don't I don't think they'll go down um too much in cost. So that's just where I'm like, where do I want to what do I want to do? But like I just I want a portable mm-hmm. like I want I want it so bad. We want it precious. Yeah. So I'm just trying to decide like do I wait and for the Lenovo or do I just go I'm leaning more toward the Ally just cuz it's lighter. And if the mm-hmm. point if the point is to have it on the go, which is what I want, then mm-hmm. I might just do that because the the Novo looks like a she 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 thick like it looks Chonker. Yeah. it looks heavy yeah. it looks heavy to hold and I'm like I don't think I'm gonna want to hold that because the the Steam Deck was big and heavy so and this is bigger so yeah yeah mm. so I'm playing Starfield how how is it yes tell us yes. I'm 11 hours and 27 minutes in, and I don't know yet. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Bethesda All right. gonna Bethesda. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, I'm not a big Bethesda player. Yeah. Let's just put throw that out there. And the when I was talking to Steve about this, so Steve was playing it early. We got to talk about it on the Xbox Passport podcast, our last episode. And I asked him, this game is large. Mm. Like, obscenely large. And there are a lot of cool things that you can do. You can craft. You can uh, scour for minerals. You can build your ship. You can go and be a pirate. You can go and save the day as, like, a a space uh, 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 police officer. Like, there's the the actual story and all this kind of stuff. But I'm like, how are they going to teach you everything? How are they going to bring you through all of this? And you guys know. What do I want to do? I want to farm, <laughs> build, uh-huh. and make cool shit. Yep. <laughs> and what have I not figured out how to do within the game itself yet, except for watching YouTube tutorials? Those things. <laughs> <laughs> so they send you off at first, which I, you know, totally makes sense. Send you off, start doing miss- missions, shooting things, you know, helping people, whatever, starting to meet the people around. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is I'm more interested in doing all the other stuff. So... Mm. I, like just, a Bethesda game. I just took a left turn the other night and I said, F this, I'm going to go figure out how to do all these things through YouTube videos. So I go, and I go, hey Siri, give me YouTube videos on Starfield on how to craft, on how to go and find materials, on how to build a base. So I only just started that like last night because I'm sitting there and I was talking to Mike about it in the car and I'm like, I've played about 10 hours of this and I don't know how I feel about it yet. Mm. <laughs> but... Thank you. Thank you, Siri, for oh. actually doing your job. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, like, she just said that and nothing in the background answered her. <laughs> yeah. She answered. Um, so, yeah, like, I'm, it's not like I'm not having fun. Uh-huh. I just don't know how I feel about it yet. Mm-hmm. I have met Elias' Tufexus' character, which is very important. 
<laughs> yep, exactly. Simka. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Um, you know, and I'm just going around stuff. It's just that I'm, I enjoy shooters, but I'm not good at them. Yeah. So, like, if I start to, like, fail and I put it down easy because I was failing a lot in the beginning. <laughs> and, like, I want to know, okay, I know I'm terrible at these kind of games. So I need all the health packs and food things and whatever to keep my health up. And I'm willing to go out and make the money and build them and then bring them with me on the missions. But at this point, I hadn't. I hadn't, like, five health left. And I just kept getting pwned in one area over and over again. I'm like, there has to be an easier way to do this. And I just ended up being really, really um, cheap and just, like, hiding behind stuff and letting the other characters go and shoot all the bad guys. Nice. I was just like, I am just, I, I, am, I am just a bullet sponge. <laughs> I'm just going to die. So, yeah, um, I'm enjoying valid, my time. It's a valid technique. Strategy. strategy. Yeah. yeah. It's called yeah. strategy. Oh, it, is my techni- it is my technique. Gamer strategy. Yeah. Terrible at first person shooters. Um, but yeah, I yeah, I don't know how I feel about it yet. I'm not if, I'm if not, I, not having fun, but at the same time, it's like information overload yeah, yeah. when you get in. Yeah. And there's just so many menu items and so many things on because you're navigating space. So you're like looking at galaxies and then go narrow in on one galaxy and then you can narrow in on, on a planet or a moon. And there's a lot of them. And then there's resources. And you have to go and find things and, like, identify all the stuff on the planets. And you can, that can earn you experience and credits and whatever else. And then there's, like, all these weapons. And then there's all this crafting stuff. And there's cooking. And there's base building. And I'm just like, where do you start? Yeah. Oh, my. Uh, yeah. If, if, so, I, can, if yeah. I can tell you my experience, like, my first experience playing Skyrim. Yeah. I did the whole, like, first story on rails, like, the first five hours until you get to the Jarl and kill Yeah. The first dragon and whatnot, they're like, hey, go up that mountain to talk mm-hmm. to some sages because you're the dragonborn. I was like, cool. I did that, unlock some powers, and they were like, okay, you gotta go that way then and continue this. I was like, cool. And I took a wrong turn. Mm-hmm. And a hundred hours later, I was like, I should get back to the main mission. <laughs> and it's not even like a parody or a caricature. I came back to the main mission. It, that's what Bethesda games are. It's just okay. like, you kind of like, and I haven't played, I I tried to play Fallout 3, mm-hmm. but I didn't enjoy it. So, mm. but it felt very much in the same way where it was like, you started the game at whatnot, and then they're like, oh, you're going to have settlements and stuff. And the world just opens up and they're like, well, see you in like 150 hours. Hmm. Yeah, and- I've heard, I've heard that like, want to call it new game plus post post story things really open up and i'm like oh my god so like do i want to power through but like i want to go build shit but can't the bethesda game so i'm gonna go build shit now yeah you don't have to do the main story if you don't want to They, they put enough stuff on the side that you could ignore the game and find a second game inside the game I th- so yeah, I'm in I'm in the middle of a quest with Elias's two faxes character. What is his name? Sam Ka- Sam uh, Starfield. Sam. Uh, what is his name? Sam McGruffy voice. What is his character's name? Sam Co. I was like, I knew something with a C. Um. So yeah, he's like 
I'm supposed to be doing a mission with him. Like, this is like the intro to his character. And I said, nope, I'm going to another planet. I'm going to learn how to mine ore and figure out what to do with it. <laughs> hmm. I guess I just thought you had to reach a certain level to build your ships. Like, don't you have to... Like, you ha- I-, I thought that some of the stuff was gated behind certain uh, accomplishments and, like, rewards. Is that I think not- it's... Sub- I think it's supposed to be, but like I've been watching YouTube videos of like YouTubers that I like that like similar games to me, and some of them are like, yeah, here's this OP ship that you can get like really quickly at the beginning of the game, and here I'm like, hmm, do I want to? <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Am I going to be that player? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and same with like armor and all this kind of stuff too, and like, but me crafting stuff and th- finding things and building a cool base and all that kind of stuff, I think there's a way that I can earn money that way. But logically, the way that I was looking at it was, I suck at shooting things. I keep getting hit. Mm-hmm. I need health. I think I need to start making food. How do I figure that out? And mm. then fell down this rabbit hole. And mm. uh, okay. And yeah, but uh, so far so good. And like, I want to learn how to do all the persuasion stuff. Yeah. If I suck at shooting, might as well be able to be a smooth talker and get everybody to just do what I want them to do, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so that that's what I'm trying to figure out. The skill tree. The amount of things that you can learn to do. Like I learned how to be a pickpocket. Now I'm just going and sniping things from people and hoping that I don't get caught cuz I got caught once. And now I'm apparently undercover for something, and I ha- that's another, like, side quest kind of list that I haven't even touched yet, because I know that's going to come to me, like, having to shoot something, and I'm like, I need to avoid shooting at all costs right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure someone will be like, oh, you can get more ammo this way, oh, you can do this, oh, you can do that. I'm like, I'm just not there yet, and where I'm, like, not much of a this type of, like, I haven't played very many of these types of games, I'm just like, I'm just going to, like stumble my way around and hope for the best and just you know enjoy space Hmm. i mean that's the point of these kinds of games yeah like you don't have to be the best shooter you don't need to it's a bethesda game just it's like control i put all my skills into like the telekinesis and i cheesed everything by throwing furniture at people why not because I couldn't shoot for the life of me. They were like, here's this gun. It's very important. I was like, yeah, sure it is. Let me just grab this file cabinet and chuck it in that person's face. If I could say one thing that is the most irritating thing that has ever too irritated me in a game, it's becoming over-encumbered because I'm a kleptomaniac and want to pick up everything. Yes. I hate it. Yes. I hate it so much. Are you, oh, you're but, limited? You have limited? Yeah. Oh. Well, you can upgrade that, oh. but the upgrade is really funny. So, like, through the skill tree, as you go through, you can unlock it, and then it's like, okay, run around, sprint for a thousand meters or whatever it is with having 70% of your weight on you or your, your cap on you. And I was like, okay. So I just went and grabbed a whole bunch of shit out of my ship and ran around in a circle. <laughs> and the next one's run 25, uh, 100 meters or whatever it is. But obviously I'm a little bit stronger now. So I'm like, okay, let's go get some more shit out of my ship and run around in a circle. So people, funny. people in the, in the city must be like, who is this person? Well, it's like, it's like in, yeah, it's a Bethesda game. Like to be good at sneaking in Skyrim, you have to sneak around. Yeah. Hmm. 
I had to be sneaky sneaky. Be sneakers. Hmm. I like being sneaky. So yeah, I'm gonna keep going. Um, but yeah, I know I am only scratching the surface at 11 hours and 27 minutes. Um, and everybody is like, this game is bananas. So I'm, I'm sure I will get there. It is just a steep learning curve for me <laughs> so far. Well, and I just want to go and make things, and instead they're giving me story, which is perfectly fine. I mean, you're, like, you're the, you've just nailed the head of, like, why I'm a little, I'm, I'm not sure if I want to dive in just yet, because I know it's going to take me a good chunk of time to get acclimated in the game, and I don't want to start it and abandon it in a week because of my short Mm -hmm. attention span, and I want to, like, give it its due diligence, but then I'm like, but I want to make sure I have enough time, so I feel like I either got to finish Sea of Stars and then start... Starfield before Spider-Man 2 comes out in October or I do something else get Spider-Man out of the way and then hit up Starfield or try to finish I really want to finish Tears of the Kingdom by the end of the year but. well why don't you do that why don't you finish Tears of the Kingdom then go Spider-Man then go back to this like what do you have after Spider-Man that you're intrigued by well mm-hmm. there's there's a few other like indie games that are coming out um in quick okay. succession here that I wanted to play um uh, some of them are a bit like spoop spooky, my kind of spooky. So just I wanted to review those and and um, mm-hmm. and play those. So I just I just don't feel like if I bop in and out of Starfield, I think I'm gonna get distracted, and I'll I, yeah. I won't go back. So I want to make sure I have <laughs> my attention is <laughs> duly where it should be. So maybe maybe I'll have to wait until after Spider. Maybe I'll do that. Wait till after Spider Man, and then we can talk more. I and hopefully I will be further down the lane at that point. Because, yeah, there's a lot more games coming out. I want to play Spider-Man 2. I want to play Spider-Man 2, too, as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of being, Leah being foolish with uh, with language. Um, we have a new segment. Uh, this is something that I've been thinking about for a while because I want to bring our game night, our annual game night that we do every year is kind of like a filler episode over the holiday season into the podcast in a more regular form and trying to come up with a concept um, that would be fun for the podcast panel to be a part of, but then also for anyone listening to play along as well. And I've come up with this concept called a walk down memory card lane. Each week, the team will have to guess a historical game that would have released during the time of the this episode's airing. So, just to give you some context on that, we usually record on Monday nights. We usually release on Thursdays. So this game would have come out that date up until the next Thursday. I try my best to make it work. It doesn't always work, especially when we get deep into Christmas time. But, for the most part, it goes pretty well. I actually have... The whole rest of the year planned out. <laughs> I'm going to start with the questioning or the hints with the release date. And then I'm going to give you hints uh, about the game. And the team here is going to attempt to guess what that game is. As we go through the hints, obviously, we're going to start to reveal it. I'm also trying to make the hints not too revealing. So bear with me. Um, but yes, I thought this would be fun since this is like a similar game to kind of stuff we've played in game night and uh, that might be fun to have this as kind of a regular touch point. It's kind of like 20 questions, but not really. Like, I'm not going to limit you guys or how many like 
things you can guess or whatever game names you can shout out. I will tell you when you've gotten it, but I'll give you a, a you know, a few, a, a minute or so in between each hint just to see if you can think about what it is and shout it out. And yeah, free for all. You guys shout it out. Okay. So the first hint, of course, is the date. This game, oh yeah, don't go Googling it <laughs> while I'm on here. I can see you, Catherine. Hands off the keyboard, Joelle. I'm trusting you. Well, it's a good thing you said something then. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this game was released on September 16th of 2002. 2002. 2002. I'll give you another hint. It is part of a series. Got a war? No. Okay. Third hint. It is well known for its art style. The first for this series. Or the first attempt at this art style for the series. Final Fantasy VII? Nope. Let me know when you want another hint. 2002. Mm-hmm. 2002. 2002. Fall. 2002. Series. Yeah, talk it out. Talk it out, because I'm sure so other people I are was, trying to my... think it through, too. What were you doing? What were you playing? It was my last year of secondary school. <laughs> That's high school for you Americans. Um, <laughs> I was 16. What was did it I play when Jack I was 16? Jack and Dexter? Nope. Let me know when you want your next hint. I'll take the next hint. You ready? Okay. It is set in a vast flooded world, which was fairly different from previous games in the series. Oh, Chrono Cross. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I love how Cat got so Is it? Uh, no, that's not right. Uh, it's not Final Fantasy X, is it? No. I'm like, yeah, Final Fantasy X was... Later than 2002. Underwater. Was it? I remember playing that when I was... Yeah, it was in high school. Okay. I'm going to Google Final Fantasy X. Not okay, just it's not the answer, but... Let me know <laughs> when you want to know the next... The next... Uh, the next uh, I, I, I do. Oh, you fi- want it? Final, Final Fantasy X is when 2001. Okay. Wow, that was right. a good guess. Very close. Yeah. Okay. The lead character's companion was a talking boat. Nice. I got thrown off because I played the remake, not the original. Oh. Funny on that. Funny on that. So um I've got more uh I got more hints. Uh other yeah. ones include there's a form of new game plus called Second Quest for those that finish the game and want to play again, but the enemies deal double damage. Mm. I don't remember ever doing that. No. But then again, I don't, yeah, I didn't at the time that I was playing it. It's the first appearance of a now iconic character that wears a green suit. Tingle. <laughs> Tingle. <laughs> yeah. There was an HD remake, yes. but we still don't have it on Switch. <laughs> I know I'm waiting for it because I want to play it on <laughs> I, my... Well, I actually, no, the, I'm going to wait for the next hardware. Yeah. The, the Switch will I probably the drop HD frames. Remake. Oh, yeah, that's what I did. The last question, because I figured you would have it by this point, was the lead character uses a musical instrument to navigate. Yeah, yeah. Good call. So, what do you think? New segment? Yeah. I love it. That was good. Good job, Gab. Okay, amazing. You better like it, because I got one plan for every episode (laughs) up until the end of the year. 
were supposed to start last week, but I couldn't do it with just Kat. So uh, I'm going to hold on to that one for next year. <laughs> so funny. Nice. <laughs> nice. That was a good pick. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I'm, I'm being strategic in the games that I'm choosing, right, in in all of this. So, uh, so yeah, it's... Uh, it's fun. It's fun for me too to look into the history of these games and re-remember and be like, okay, what kind of clues can I drop that are not going to be so obtuse, but at the same time, yeah. we're not going to give it away in ten seconds. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah, that was a walk down memory card lane. I forgot the boat talked. I <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I also forgot. It's like as soon as you said the talking boat, I'm like, what kind of crit right. <laughs> and then it made sense about like the change in art. Yes, style. yes. Yeah. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh yes, that's right. That did happen. Yeah, and I was like, is that gonna give it away as soon as I say that? Because no. like I know what you guys like. I know what you've played. Like Yeah. Yeah. So but yeah, I think this is gonna be fun. So um some weeks could be easier, some weeks could be harder. I'm it really depends on what kind of like pops into your brain and what, you know, thoughts and memories that I trigger when you go back and think about the games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alright. It's time for some news. You ladies ready to get into that? Yep. Let's go. Alright, we're back with news of the week. And yes, I'm playing Starfield, and so is the rest of the world. It's doing very, 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 very well online. There's a lot of people playing. Mm-hmm. Hey, Kat, there's a lot of people playing. Yes, lots of people, and it is um, about six million of y'all. Mm. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> so when Starfield hit six million players, it became Bethesda's biggest launch ever. So good it's mm-hmm. crazy it, it's apparently around 250,000 players have been playing starfield on steam as its daily concurrent user peak so just on just on steam alone like 250,000 people so this is uh this is why people keep talking about it so xbox needed this <laughs> Yeah, they did. <laughs> After Redfall, yeah. they really did. Yeah, they really, they really did. needed this. I, it's just a bit sad because I was looking at another um, article mm-hmm. that somebody said that like for an Xbox game, it was way behind on the accessibility features. Yeah, Steve mentioned that mm-hmm. too. It's quite yeah. behind. Um, you have to think that the deal was done and a lot of stuff was already kind of locked down with this um, when Xbox got in the mix. But uh, but yeah, he has hope that they can make some patch upgrades later. But yeah, it, it just yeah. shows that like versus like a game like um, God of War or uh, The Last, Last of, of Us. us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't think about it early enough in the development cycle, you don't get to have these things. Mm-hmm. And I think like Starfield was in development for a long time. I think at one point, like games that a big leap in terms of like accessibility and a lot of features that it was just too late for them to add in. I'm hoping like that for their next launch, like they start with mm-hmm. a list of accessibility features that they can put in. Like just to give you some context, it was announced during the Bethesda E3 presentation in 2018. Oh, that means yeah. they were working on it before that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. And like, we all know how Bethesda games are kind of known for their bugs and issues and whatever else. Um, <laughs> yeah, and 
great strides have been made since 2018 in the accessibility world and things like that. So, like, definitely this is one that that could use it because there's a lot of information on the screen at one time. That yeah, yeah it's it's it's, oof, it's a lot. Yeah, but anyway, congrats to Starfield. Yes, and um, and congrats to players that can play it. Mm-hmm. Because you you're able to. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of uh, unhappy PlayStation console owners that can't play it right now. <laughs> They've been making memes and things, and oh, really? someone did like a version of the PlayStation Studios animated logo with all the stuff from Starfield. You know, like that. Oh, funny. Kind of like the Marvel thing that happens. Oh, funny. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, it's they're fine. Like, it's, <laughs> like it, it's fine. Like, you're fine. You'll be able to play it yeah. soon enough. Or, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's the way that it goes. Then get get an Xbox. <laughs> get a PC. Yeah, or get a get a PC. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's... PlayStation's got Baldur's Gate. Xbox got Starfield. Yeah. PlayStation's got Spider-Man, too. Yep. You know, like, it's business. This is what they do. They make exclusivity so that people buy their stuff. It's not... It is what it is. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, if anything that we've learned from, like, Baldur's Gate release, and possibly this release, is if you go maybe less platforms at once, polish it, debug it, and then push it to the next platform, and hope for a more stable build. I'm yeah. kind of I'm kind of okay with that. Like, yeah, there's too many good games right now to be worried about not getting Starfield Day One. I get that there's a lot of super fans that are probably angry, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, at this point it's like a very very uh, privileged thing. Oh yeah, gaming, so. that's, I guess that's kind of how I feel. It's like if you're that upset, you probably have the means, like, to solve your problem, like. There's there's a thing that you can do, like you can either get, because because you can get a Series X, like they're not hard to come by, so I I don't know, not that yeah, not to be I, unsympathetic, I just kind of feel like. But there are expen there are expensive though. Oh yeah, yeah. a Series S is there, and it, my understanding is it plays it. I don't know how well. It, pl- it plays but- it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no one's. Oh, like, I haven't heard anybody like being the like, Starfield looks terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I, I've, I haven't heard anything like that, but like, like the, you know. Yeah, the, the Nintendo plays, the Switch plays The Witcher. <laughs> yeah, this is an expensive pastime that we all yes, take in. It is. I can clearly say where I made a decision not to spend 90 something dollars Canadian on a game on Friday since I have two games I'm actively playing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking about spending money, segue. Here's an announcement I didn't expect to open my Twitter slash X today and see. Xbox is getting its own credit card. What up with that? Joel, talk us through it. Yeah, it is. What in the American capitalism? <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, yes, life is fantastic when it's plastic. So. <laughs> And lime green. Cat, uh, please put that as the hook. Life is fantastic in plastic and green <laughs> as the hook for this episode. I'm writing it down. Please. <laughs> uh, so, 
the Xbox MasterCard credit card. Players can earn card points with everyday purchases to redeem on games uh, such as the newly released Starfield and add-ons on the Xbox Store. So, yes, Xbox is coming out with a uh, MasterCard issued by Barclays. It is going to be a method for gamers to earn more value for gaming by providing different perks that cardholders can take advantage of to improve their overall gaming and life experience. Um, this is set to release at the end of September for Xbox Insiders in the U.S., and then after that soft launch, I guess, or after that launch in the U.S., it will be available for all U.S. Xbox play Xbox players coming in 2024. So it doesn't say anything about outside of U.S. release. Um, so Canadians' credit score is saved thus far <laughs> until it's released. A gamer score might not be safe, but a credit score. That's is. right. Uh, so <laughs> it's going to give you, um, it's going to work like other major credit cards. Um, you can earn five uh, points on eligible products at the Microsoft Store. Uh, streaming services, if you, if you pay for streaming services, you can earn uh, three times as many points on eligible streaming services, including Netflix and Disney+. Plus. Uh, dining delivery, you can earn uh, points um, on eligible delivery services like Grubhub and DoorDash. And then everyday purchases earn you uh, one, uh, uh, like one times points on everyday purchases. So just like a one for one. Um, so it's uh, going to be really interesting. Uh, it's clear that with the new edition of the Xbox MasterCard, the company has adopted a quote-unquote player-first mindset. Um, players have seen this with how successful the Xbox Game Pass has been. And the uh, there's going to be extra benefits if you are an Xbox MasterCard holder. Um, a bonus of 5,000 card points, which is a 50 USD uh, value after their first purchase. So after you do one purchase, you immediately get uh, 50 bucks. Um, three months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for new Game Pass members after their first purchase. Um, and if you already are a Game Pass member, but you still want to partake um, in the credit card, you can gift uh, your of three months of free membership to a friend to play. So you still get it regardless if you are going to use it or if you want to gift it to someone. Uh, you have a choice of five uh, designs for your card with the option of personalizing it with your gamer tag. Um, and the card's actually... Which design Which design would you pick, Joelle? So there's one, two, three, four. So there's five. Uh, there's, uh, one is black with the Xbox logo, like backlit green. Uh, the second one, it's, it's more dark and then the logo is, uh, green and, and lit up like it would be on the console. The other one is just straight like Hulk color with the white logo. And then there's a purple one and there's an all white one. If I had to pick, I would probably go for the purple one. I like the purple one. How about you, Kat? Hmm. Either the white or the all white. Like I like the white on white logo. Like it's mm -hmm. very subtle. 
or the black one with like the back leg logo because oh, yeah. it feels like you know like the exclusive thing the other three are nice but they scream like gamer swag a bit too much for me mm-hmm. i like the one that's dead center the bright green one with the white logo yeah the classic that is classic these remind me so much of corporate credit cards it's not funny like oh yeah my Work card has a big Bell logo on it. I've seen the iHeart US team. <laughs> they have one with the big iHeart logo on it. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like a corporate credit card. And But, like, I mean, we've seen stuff with, like, hockey teams and stuff like this oh, yeah. before. So, like, it's not, you know, it's not uh, unheard of. But, yeah, it's kind of kind of cool how they're bringing the points and stuff into it. Yeah, like, and, and I, I think for, like, a first launch, there's quite a bit of choice and quite a bit of um, incentive to sign up. Like, if you... Mm-hmm. It, if you're an Xbox fan and you're going to spend money on the Microsoft store and like you want to um, get points on everyday purchases and things like that, like I think uh, and like not go into terrible debt, like this is a good thing. But I, I didn't know this, but at the bottom of the article, uh, sorry, this was from Gamer Rant that I saw this on. It says that um, the Xbox is taking a page from Sony's book as PlayStation has had its own card uh, currently being offered to players, and I had no idea that PlayStation. I had no I idea like, either. Oh. Let's look it up. PlayStation credit yeah. card. Yeah, it maybe that is not available in Canada. That's why we have oh. it. But I don't know. PlayStation. It's the kind of stuff that doesn't make its way to Canada because we have uh, legislation, and also uh, <laughs> yeah. our there bank a- system is very much an oligarchy. Mm. Is now, that how there, you say? There's a uh, there's a there's a Visa PlayStation card. Mm-hmm. Sony really? rewards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, building credit is a good thing. So if you're able to get like a small, like a, you know, a lower limit and oh, yeah. all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. then like, yeah, building credit is important. You just need to learn when to draw I, the I line. Know, I know in the United States, like credit cards, like play a big part in building yes, your credit. really, so. really mm-hmm. big. And we can totally carry too much debt with it. Totally yeah. not speaking from experience, but maybe speaking from experience. <laughs> But if there's a way to teach a kid yeah. right, oh, about yeah. how to handle money, because that's one thing that I find that, like, is often the things that should be taught in school, how to do your taxes, how to have, how mm. to, you know, qualify for a mortgage. What does that mean? You need credit. How do you build a credit? You have a credit card, you pay it off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is a way to do it. And if it's teaching kids, maybe it's like a $500 limit or something like that, right? Yeah. You're teaching a kid, okay, you want your game pass, you earn your, you've got your job, you've got your, 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 what do they call it? Uh, oh my God. When your parents give you uh, an allowance. That's it. That's the Uh word. Yeah. When you're, you know, and you want to put it towards something, you want to learn how to build credit. Here's a good way to do it. Right. Oh, yeah. And like, I think if you're I mean, yeah, I think this is a good a good offering. It's probably going to do well, uh, would be my guess. Um, And Mm. it's nice to see Xbox kind of really branching out into like, I don't know, there a lot of things have changed for Xbox, it feels like in a really short amount of time. So um yeah. yeah they're making noise in good ways all right folks i think that pretty much wraps up the show for this week as always i invite you to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for links to all the stories mentioned in this episode including that game cat's playing what is it called squareddle squareddle so you can check that out or you can just write it down but yeah it's on the show notes too 
Um, if you could leave us a rate, uh, a review or rate uh, our podcast on the podcasting platform that you're listening to us, if they offer that uh, capability, please do so. Why? It helps with discovery, moves us up in the rankings, and additionally, it helps us work on our show. Tell me, do you like a walk down memory card lane? Do you think I'm crazy to do this every week? I want to know. I'm hoping you enjoy it. Um, thank you for everyone on the panel for being on the show this week. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, I'm I'm so happy I get to do this with you each and every week. Oh. Here's the chance for you guys to shout out your social media handles so people can follow you anywhere and everywhere online. Catherine, where can people find you? I am C-S-D-S-B-I-N-S, C-S-D-B-I-N-S on Twitter, Instagram, X, Blue Sky, Threads. Uh, but if I may be the Simon of this episode, because we yes, were talking please. about... Um, financial savviness and literacy yes. and mm-hmm. um there's this t- tiktoker called madeline pendleton and okay. she runs a business and she shared on tiktok how she got out of like credit card debt and everything um and she's writing a she's writing a book that's called i survived capitalism and all i got was this lousy t-shirt and yeah. she's like and she has the best californian accent uh, authentic by the way. Mm. Um, so if you want to learn more about like uh, financial literacy from somebody who kind of like did it to survive capitalism and she has like the best look, like crazy hair, amazing style. Um, I just love her. So check her out on TikTok for surviving the <laughs> capitalism, capitalism healthscape of America. If mm-hmm. you want. Canada too right now. I mean, some of the stuff she says, I'm like, yeah, that doesn't apply up here. But there's a lot of, like, just stuff in general yeah, about being good with money and um, how not to overbuy things and everything. So I love her to death. So I'll share. I'll put that in the show notes as well. Joelle, where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram at JoelleLauren87 on the platform formerly known as Twitter under gamer underscore comfy. Um, and I'm deciding if I want to invest in blue sky or not. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't decided yet. I sent you mm. an invite so you can at least make the account. I did. I made, I made the account. Um, and I was like, I'm going to post. And then I haven't posted anything. So I'm just like, Oh no. <laughs> I feel that. Feel that completely. Well, I am Leah Jewer on most social media platforms, but of course you want to know everything there is to know about this here podcast. That's Girls on Games. You can track us down at The Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook. You can get us just Girls on Games, no thought in there on Instagram and threads. Discord.me slash Girls on Games to continue this conversation and more. But of course, if you ever need to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That is our website, girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Joelle. Thank you, Simon, for editing. Much appreciated. Um, It's been another lovely week in video games. I'm off to attempt to build things now in Starfield. Yes. It will be fun. It will be. All right. See you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.